Let's go to Luke chapter one. Luke chapter one. Um, you you uh, you ever been not prepared for something? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take you back in time uh, when I was in high school. Um, one of the biggest tests you ever take in your high school career is something called the SATs. Um, I'm sure most of you have taken that, are familiar with that. And uh, I remember um, uh, taking the SATs. I, I took it one time my senior year, and it was um, the date for that for that test was the day after our homecoming uh, football game and the activities and the festivities and all that stuff. And, um, uh, you know, I, I'm not to be, I know you're not going to be shocked, but, you know, the week of homecoming, really the SATs was probably the, less, the last thing on my mind. And uh, I remember, um, uh, you know, having taken the SATs and very fearful and I was scared because it was, it was like a, it's like a 17 hour test. I don't know. It was probably only four hours, but it felt like 17 hours. And, uh, I just very stressed because I, I was not prepared to take that test. And, um, obviously, you know, um, even, even sometimes a prayer is very powerful, but when you don't study prayer, don't help you up that much. So, um, I didn't do very well on that test. And, uh, uh I just, um, you, you ever been a time when, when you felt stressed and not prepared. Um, can I tell you something, one thing about being not prepared or unprepared is that it causes a lot of fear in your life. It, it really does. The opposite of that is, is I, mar- I married Melissa Markham, who is now Melissa Osuna. Um, uh, and, and my wife is, um, she gets prepared to get prepared kind of person. And when we go on vacations, like she starts planning, planning the plan. And, and, and even while we were first married, I think we had like a day off. It was a Saturday. And she's like, okay, I need a plan. I said, like, plan for what? It's like, I just, for what we're going to do is like, I really haven't thought about it. Like, we're just going to go with the flow today, you know? And she's like, well, I need a plan to prepare. I said, prepare for what? She's like, just prepare for something. She's just a prepared person. But the thing is, when I go on vacation, when we go on vacation, the fact that she's so prepared, I really don't worry. I don't, I don't stress. I know we're going to have the right things uh, to do and, 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 and the right you know, snacks. Snacks are very important now for vacation. Amen. But uh, um, so when my wife, she's just a prepared person, so it's really no stress around her. So what I'm trying to say is this. I love the book of Luke. And before... The uh, actual birth of Jesus, the Christmas story that I love, John the Baptist, uh, the, the, the section here of Luke chapter one, verses five to 24, it gives us a dialogue. Uh, it gives us a, a, a context, uh, contextually speaking, it's speaking about the birth and the miracle of John that, you know, uh, from his uh, mother, Elizabeth, was, was older and couldn't have babies. And then she was born and it was just a great miracle. Uh, and, and, and some things happened. And the verse stuck out to me while reading because I love reading the Christmas stories. I know you do. Uh, something stuck out to me. During my, my personal time with the Lord in verse 17, the Bible says this after after talking about the things that was going on that led up to the, the birth of John the Baptist. He said this about John, the, the, the birth and the life of John the Baptist. He says, and he shall go before him in the spirit of Elisha. He says to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children. And that verse, let me just time out real say is uh, before the 400 years of silence in the book of Malachi, this is that that verse is actually a prophecy 
that uh, was foretold about John the Baptist, that, that when John the Baptist would come, he would come and be a, be a help to the home and help restore the hearts of, of, of parents and children together. Um, and the disobedient to the wisdom and the just. And then here's this phrase that I want you and I to right now. I know it's Sunday night. I know you have a lot of things going. You probably have a pot of soup on the, on the stove or something. I don't know what you're doing. You're preparing for, uh, uh, for the holidays. I'm going to tell you this. Just, 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 just think with me. Just, just be with me here a little bit. The Bible says this about John the Baptist. And I want us to just kind of take a lesson from John today. Is this. He says this. To make ready a people prepared for the Lord. See, one of the callings and the purposes of John the Baptist was to prepare the people for the coming of the Messiah, for the birth of Jesus, for the, for, for, the, for, the, for, for the man, the God that was going to bring salvation to the world. Oh, how John's job, John's purpose, man, it was so important. How he was to come and to prepare the way <clears throat> to be a witness of the coming Messiah. To, 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 um, to proclaim his name. To use, I, I love the passage of scripture when he's in jail and the, Jesus sends the disciples to John and says, Hey, um, is he really the Messiah? And, and, he, and people say that he, he was doubting his, his, the, the belief in Jesus. But man, it was so powerful that we have John as an example, the guy that was even called to, to, to be the, the forerunner of Jesus Christ, had these doubts and, and just so, so, so powerful his testimony. And then the, the way he died, died, um, you know, a, a death uh, that, um, that, 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 wasn't, that wasn't ideal. But man, he was such a testimony for God. A pillar of our faith. But to prepare the people. Guys, can I just be honest with you today? I don't think in my life I've ever been so fearful. So many uncertainties. So much chaos. Bad news. Suffering. And, and all this does, it seems like we're losing control. But still, yet still in the midst of all this hurt and all this suffering and all this anxiety, I think we, we ought to get prepared. Still get prepared to, to one day meet Jesus. And as morbid as this might sound, and I, I think about this, and I don't say this lightly, and for some, sooner than others, we still need to be prepared. Why? Because... John came to this world to prepare the people to meet him. As a father, now, it is my job to prepare my children to meet God one day, to meet Jesus. This morning I woke up and I prayed for my, for my children to, to know God. Not, not pray that I could have, I could have money to buy them the big gifts and all this stuff. I mean, I really, and I guess, again, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm super spiritual and obviously I want my kids to have necessities, but I'm telling you this, the biggest necessity they have today is for them to know Jesus. It's my job to prepare the kids to know Jesus. It is my calling as a minister to prepare the people all around me to meet Jesus, to, 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 at, at this church, it's our young people. I love our young people. I, I pray that the time, our, our time together and the culture that is built in the youth ministry here at Faith Church, that we would prepare the, our teenagers to one day meet Jesus. 
It's not my job, it's the parents' job. But we're coming alongside of you parents to help them one day meet Jesus. Do, do, do you know why it's so important for us to prepare faith, church? Why it's important for us to prepare for the coming of Jesus Christ? It's because the better prepared we are, the less fear we will have of, of, of the things that are out of our control. The better prepared we are, the less fear will we have of the things that we have no control over. So what are some things? So how can we prepare? What are some things I see here? I'm just going uh, to uh, take away a couple of things and we'll pray and let you get back to your, uh, uh, to your evening, um, this, this Sunday evening. What are some things we can do to prepare? Some lessons to John the Baptist. First of all is this. Let's prepare our homes. Let's prepare our homes. Pastor just went through a whole series on home health. And I'll tell you this. There, if there's anything more important today in your life, if, you're, uh, if, you, if you have children, if you don't have children, your home is your, your marriage to your wife. You don't think Satan's trying to attack that? You don't think you ought to prepare and put, pay attention always to your marriage and uh, not only to your marriage, but to, if you have children, how about to your children to uh, one day meet the Lord? Is your household prepared to meet the Lord one day? Is your household uh, having a, a real sense of Christmas the birth of Jesus. Why did Jesus come? It wasn't just for gifts, and we said that all the time. But it wasn't not. It wasn't that. It was easy. he came. To, uh, he came. Was born of a virgin to one day die, a sacrificial death for us. What's your home health like? He said this that he should go. Well, John the Baptist has said that he shall turn the hearts of the fathers to their children, and the dis- and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just. Man. John the Baptist said, came in here, came to this, his calling was to bring hearts together. Y'all, are we bringing hearts together? Or bringing the hearts of our children together with our hearts? If there's any time like COVID, what, what it did for me, it, 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 I hope it did for you that got, got your hearts closer together to the ones you love for the purpose of knowing Jesus more. Not only do we need, do we need to prepare our homes when we have home health, we need to have repentance. How do you prepare to the one day meet the Lord? Repentance. Verse 16, look at this. And many of the children of Israel shall turn to the Lord their God. He said this, that the life of John the Baptist, he would come. And because of his life, that many in Israel shall turn to the Lord their God. Can I tell you this? We have, need to have a culture of repentance. Brother Chris Edmonds preached a sermon or he told me a thought about how it was in Sunday school, how you always were always repenting. Some people are repenting towards salvation or some people are repenting just because we're, we're flesh and we always got turned back to Jesus every day, every week, every month. We are repent. Turn the hearts back to God. How easy, guys, how easy does it take for us to to draw astray from the Lord? Fast happens at a split second. We just lose it, just like lose control, just like that. We need to be, we need to, we need to uh, be, um, be prepared by repentance. Second Peter three nine says, "And the Lord is slow to fulfill the, His promise, as some count slowness, but is patient towards you, not wishing that you should perish, but that all should reach repentance." Man, if anything, I would want to see this Christmas time is some some souls reconnected to Jesus. Not only do we need to have 
a healthy home prepared. We need to have repentance, but also we need to have corporate prayer. Look at verse 10. And the whole multitude of the people were praying without at a time of incense. Traditionally, they're talking about people at the, at the temple praying at the time of incense, which happened twice a day traditionally, and they would get together and pray. And, and, and we see here during this time that they're praying here for a miracle. And from that miracle was the birth of John the Baptist. And we see here that and after that time of prayer, there appeared unto them an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar incense. And Zacharias, the father of John the Baptist, was troubled and fear fell, fell upon him. But the angel of the Lord said to him, fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard. And thy wife Elizabeth shall, have, shall bear thee a son that shall call his name John. Man, if there's any time that we need corporate prayer, it's today. These people met at a temple and prayed. There's a big debate right now whether house, church, corporate worship at a building. Uh, you know, I, I, you know. I, all I know is this. If you read the New Testament, people corporately met to pray at different places. Um, the book of Acts, contextually speaking, is, the, is, is a little different of an of, 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 of environment where they prayed, but they prayed. Uh, uh, the teenagers a couple of weeks back we went to the hospital and have a, had a prayer walk. We prayed outside. We didn't traditionally meet in a church building, but nothing wrong with that. What I'm trying to get, get at today is, is this. is For us to prepare the way for, for the preparing for the coming of the Lord is pray. And pray corporately. Man, there's some needs, some prayer needs, some health needs, some, some just some spiritual needs. Man, let's get together and pray. When's the last time? And, and, and I'm asking myself this too. When's the last time we invited some Christian folks just to come over to the house and, and pray? We'll put the burritos and tacos aside, okay? That's what we, we traditionally do. What if we just invite people to just come over and pray? Just pray. Pray for, pray for these needs. Pray for the people that are hurting. Pray for um, uh, just, just uh, our pastor, our church, that we, that we will see uh, the, the best days of faith. Church will be, will be ahead of us, not behind us. That we would pray. Not only, not only are we going to be prepared by corporate prayer, we're going to be prepared by Gratitude. Gratitude. Uh, verse 14. And thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. Uh, I love Luke chapter 2. It talks about um, the prophetess Anne, uh, Anne talking about um, Anna. Anna, Anne. I'll cross-check that later. But it was talking about the birth of Jesus and how this, this prophetess, the Bible uses prophetess, not because she could tell the future or anything like that. I think she, if, if, if you read the Bible, if you read the scripture, it was talking about just how holy she was, that she, that she, was, a, uh, she was pure. And when she was, when she was a widow, for, she was, they, the scholars say that she was 84 years old and, and she just devoted her life to prayer and fasting. And at this particular moment, when she was pray, praying and fasting, uh, when she came out of that prayer and fast, the first thing she did, she started thanking the Lord. She started thanking Jesus. She started thanking God for, for Jesus. And man, I'll tell you this. If there's anything that's going to prepare us for the coming of the Lord is gratitude. Thank, th- thankfulness to God. You cannot thank God enough for what he has done for us. Dying for us. For our sins. Luke 2.38 and she can come in in the instant, give thanks likewise unto the Lord, and spake of him to all that looked for redemption in Jerusalem. How are we going to prepare for the coming of the Lord? We need our home prepared. How are we going to prepare? We need repentance. 
We need corporate prayer. We need gratitude. And lastly, we need a witness. Guys, he's coming. He's coming or, or we're going to come meet him. But we need more than anything today. How to prepare is to be a witness. John, I love the book of John. It says to be a witness of this light. To be, cond- to, to, to be, to be the light of the world. Man, will you be a witness this time around? Man, I'll tell you what, Christmas time is my favorite time ever. I have a birthday and Christmas. I love the Christmas season. I love, I love everything about Christmas. But I'll tell you this. One thing better for Christmas, biblically speaking, is to be a witness during this time. What, a, what, what better time to tell people about God? To tell people about how Jesus came to this world to die on the cross for your sins. What better time? It's to do this. I know that you got Easter, and that's a great time too. But man, I love Christmas. Tell them about the birth of Jesus. Invite, invite somebody to our candlelight service that maybe wouldn't typically come to church, but they'll, maybe they'll come to candlelight service because it's you know, you know, kind of traditional, and, and people enjoy that. Man, I, I challenge you, be a witness. Find somebody that you would, you would be a witness to. And I'm talking about witnessing. Witnessing, by definition, is not inviting the church, which there's a lot of good in that. But I'm talking about definition by witness, by being a witness and telling people, you yourself, your neighbors, your coworkers, be a witness of, 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 of Jesus. Verse 16, and many of the children of Israel shall turn to the Lord, their God. He said, John the Baptist is going to come. And because of his life, many people from Israel are going to know God. Could that be said of you too? Because of your witness in your life that many people are going to come to know God. In closing, um, I, um, you know, COVID has just kind of changed everything. And my mom and dad came uh, to visit me uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, I think it was mid-November, and they stayed around for a good little while, and I enjoyed that time, and you know, ate a lot, and and, and um, gained a lot of weight during that time. But I remember dropping off my dad, and one thing about my dad and our lives together, God has really blessed us in the way that we have a spiritual relationship that we never had. He he got saved by 15 years ago. And uh, just our life has never just our relationship has never been better um, because God being the common denominator. And um, he's just been on fire for the Lord. I'm very proud of him, very proud of the man of God that he's continued to be. And now he's, you know, pastoring and, and just just really just just dedicated, dedicated to the work of God and to his life. Um, but I remember I was dropping them off to the airport and 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 I'll never forget this. And, you know, and, and dad just kind of talking to me, say, son, pretty much is like if, if I were to get sick, he said, please don't worry about me. He said, I'm, I'm going to be good. Don't take care of your family. Don't come fly down and see me. I will, whatever happens, happens. But just know this. I'll be in better hands. I'll tell you this. There's not a lot of people that, that could say that. My dad's prepared. He's prepared. To, he's, he's prepared to go see Jesus. He's he, he, and I and I only have had some friends that went to meet him and and, and he recently and, and it's hard and uh, and it's tough. It's not easy. But I tell you this, there's some there's some good men in my life, like my father and other people at our church. That man, they're such a testimony, and to see them just their heart devoted and dedicated to God and knowing that that even death 
death did not did not you know cause them to fear because they were prepared. And I I, I challenge you and encourage you today. Are, are you prepared? Are you prepared to meet Jesus? And I hope you are. And I uh, hope you have a great uh, Christmas season. Now let's pray. Father, we love you. Thank you so much for your word in this time. Thank you, Father, for your many blessings. Pray for our church. Help us to be prepared, Lord God, as a, as a home, as a church, as a community, to meet you. In Christ's name. Amen.